Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast episode, Common Mistakes That Native English Speakers Make. Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast by Business English with Christina. The Faster Fluency Conversation Club takes place on Zoom and is a way for you to improve your fluency and confidence in English by talking about real-world topics. We meet for one hour every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and we would love you to join us. If you want to practice your English, become more confident, and meet people just like you from all around the world, and have guidance from my expert teachers and me, just click the link in the show notes. Our podcast listeners receive a 50% discount on the first month of membership with the discount code FFCC50. Come and join us today. Hi guys, Christina here with the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast, and we have a very exciting topic today, talking all about the mistakes that native English speakers make when they speak their native language of English. Today, I'm with Linda. Linda, how are you doing today? I'm good. And just by saying that, I've made a mistake. Ah, there we go. So that's uh, number I'm, one. I'm doing thing. well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And you, no, that's we don't do that. So I think that that's actually a good point because it shows that what sometimes the things that are most expected and most natural sounding are not always the correct things. The but truth. then what do we want to be correct or natural and uh, sound like a normal person? I don't know. Exactly existential questions. Anyway, so yeah, we were were talking a little bit before the episode and Linda, you actually came up with a list, I think, of some mistakes that you, yeah, tell us about your list. So the first time we we had talked about this when when we were, I don't know if it was in the annual review meeting Mm, and I was telling you, I also teach some private lessons and TOEIC students, people that want to train specifically for TOEIC. And there's been a couple moments where my students have asked me how something works. And I will say, I don't know because we don't use it correctly. And the student said, you are a native English speaker. Are you not? And I went, that's the problem. (laughs) Like, yes. And this is the problem. Um, (laughs) That situation was in reference to relative clauses and relative Mm. clauses. Basically, when we're trying to add some related information into the sentence. So some examples of words we use for relative clauses, who, which, whose, that, where, when. Yeah. Right. I think we can only speak for Americans because British Mm. people probably have their a little bit different. Yeah. But for Americans, we will replace the majority of those with that. Yeah, and, exactly. and so I was I was looking through all of these examples. And the only time we don't is when it's whose, because with whose, it has to be something that belongs to someone else. And so we can't right. say that. Yeah, it just doesn't work. But right. otherwise, that can be used for people's things and animals. So, yeah. for example, in a situation where we should use who the woman who called yesterday wants to buy the house. Yeah, we would absolutely say the woman that called yesterday. Totally. And, and it just, you can even hear the difference, like how it just rolls off your tongue. You're like, yeah, the lady yeah. called yesterday. Cause the lady who called yesterday, it's harder to say, it's harder to articulate. I feel. But grammatically it is what is usually preferred and on TOEIC exams or any other exam mm. that students are taking, they need to know the correct grammar and not exactly. what we use. And not so which is a whole other problem in and of itself, but you know. So it's the same thing for which, did you see the letter which came today? 
And I, I don't know. I feel like if somebody asked me that, I would like respond with a very fancy British accent. Why, yes, exactly. I did. It arrived in the letterbox at 5 p.m. No, I'd be like, yeah, I got the letter that came today. Exactly. Yeah. So I just simply told the student, I will find you resources. I will find you videos. But that is not something I can correctly explain because I just don't use it in the grammatically correct way. I use yeah. it in the way that almost all use it. That and, and it's more informal. It. Yeah, exactly. But but so, at the same time, you said it's more informal. But at the same time, when you, I guess, do actually use that correct in the correct way for a lot of people it would sound very sort of stiff and overly formal and be like why are you speaking that way yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's the same way I think with like whom technically like to whom should I send this so I know the boy whom sits next to you that's the worst sentence ever (laughs) I know the boy that sits next to you exactly that's it yeah yeah no one's always saying Um, this is the cake which Mary made this is that the cake that, like, that Mary made. Yeah, th- this is the cake which Mary made. Sounds like something out of an English grammar book or like, a, I don't know, like a nursery rhyme or something. It's a situation where like today I was teaching at the business school and we mm. were preparing the students for their TOEIC test. And I yeah. said, I'm going to teach you some stuff that you're never going to use, but you have to memorize for the exam. So right. sometimes we have to take a look at what the goals are of the students. And then we're teaching specific things. So exactly. this is not something I would teach someone that doesn't need to take the test. The te- yeah, exactly. exactly. It's like learn it for the test, but just know that when you get out in the real world, that's not what's going to happen. Exactly. I have a big list here, but you said you have you have some too. So what what do you have? I was actually, the well, one of the ones, actually, I think it's the two that I was thinking of are things that I've heard a lot, but I think mm-hmm. it's because I'm from the South, the Southern part of the U.S., where might could is totally correct as a grammar structure, <laughs> but not to anyone else in other regions of the U.S. And it just means like, yeah. you know, you say, oh, I don't know. Do you want to go, you want to go see a movie this weekend? Yeah, we might could do that to say like, it's possible. Well, <laughs> uh, in Wisconsin, we, we say things like, well, yeah, no. No, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. And you're just like, wait a minute, that's totally confusing. We have some stuff too. I also know that instead of saying gonna, like Mm. going to, I say wanna. Oh, interesting. I'm going to go to the store. Do you want anything? Yeah, that's interesting. Because I, I don't know why, but I listened last time I was, when I was yeah. home for Christmas. Yeah. And everyone says it. It's not just me. So I don't know if that's a Northern thing as well. I would say in, in the South, we often say I'm a, to be True. like, I'm and, going, yeah. I'm going to, like, I'm going to go to the store. You want to come? And I'm like, yeah. how, how does I'm going to contract into I'm a, I don't know. Well, same thing with wanna. There's no W this there. Is, this is true. Exactly. <laughs> So I would say there's that. I think also maybe another common mistake that I hear a lot, it's with the past simple and the present perfect simple. Technically, you should say something like, have you eaten yet? Because you're talking about like the past time up until the present moment. It's the time is not finished. It's the present perfect simple. Have you eaten? And you've got that time marker yet, which normally indicates past present perfect simple. Mm -hmm. In reality, what do we say? Jeet yet? Mm -hmm. Did you eat yet using the past simple? Did you finish that report yet? Things like, did you see, did you see Mary this, you know, earlier today? All of those things, which technically should be present perfect simple, but we often just use the past simple. Yes, but that's just an American thing. Mm, So um, even when I'm teaching that, like when we use the word just, 
we should be using the present perfect with that, but Americans don't. Right. Um, yeah. like, I, oh, I, I just, I just sent it to you. I just finished that. Yeah. Exactly. Because sort of for us, the bigger difference is if we consider it completely finished or if mm. it connects somehow to the present, right? Yeah. So it's not, we don't follow the grammar rules correctly, it's, but it's, that's pretty much all Americans do that. So yeah. it's just something that we've changed for Americans. But again, my TOEIC students on your yeah. test, Yes. Follow the British rules, please. Follow follow the rules, follow the correct rules. Yeah, exactly. And I think, but I think that's interesting. And and that brings up a whole other debate of what are we testing? Are we testing their knowledge of grammar or are we testing their ability to communicate naturally in the working world? But that's maybe a topic for a different podcast, perhaps. True. Absolutely true. Let's see, before we finish up, were there any other, I'd say, top common mistakes that you think native speakers make that Um, you want to share with us? Sure. So homophones, the typical there, there, there. Oh, yeah. So, that, that everybody makes uh, those mistakes. Possessive versus the place versus they are. Then yeah. uh, two, two, two. The of number course, two, also. the preposition two, and then two meaning also. Then or than. Than, yeah. I, I say maybe another one that I see very often. It's not a, one of those where it's like if this or the other, but a lot of times people say like, I could care less when they want to say I couldn't care less. And then also could have instead of could have. Oh yeah. 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 And it's, and I think mm-hmm. because of the pronunciation, we say, oh, I could have done that. And so people have started writing could of, because it yep, sounds absolutely. more like that when it, it really is could have. Yeah. The one that you said, and I kind of, I skipped past it because it made me think of the other one, yeah. but the difference between I couldn't care less and I could care less. Can you explain that quickly? The difference between I couldn't care less means like, which, I, which, I which have, one's right? Oh, I'm going to say, and I hope I'm right on this. I couldn't care less because you're exactly. saying like, I could, like, I have absolutely it's not no, possible. Like, exactly. Yeah. If you say I could care <laughs> less, then it's, I care a lot. <laughs> and then you're, you're like, oh, I don't know. I could care less. And I'm like, wait, so that means that you really do care about it. Like if someone listened to you literally and the words that you said in that situation, they would be utterly confused. Exactly. And, and another thing that relates to that is double negatives, but I don't know if we have time for that because double negatives are a whole special thing. That ain't no um, problem. <laughs> some of the famous ones, we, we don't need no education. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I can't get no satisfaction. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Those are really good examples. Yeah, because they're grammatically not correct, but everybody knows what and everybody knows what they mean. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I ain't got no money. I don't have no money. Oh, yeah. That's it. Ain't. Well, good old ain't. I think I might have a video about ain't. And if not, maybe I should make one. But anyway. Okay, right. Great. So thank you very much, Linda, for sharing all those examples. You guys listening, I hope you had fun with that one. I think we did. And yes. <laughs> we will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Linda. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Thank you for listening again this week. As a bonus for our listeners, we now offer the transcript of this episode for free so you can read after listening. Our goal is to help you improve all aspects of your English. And when you become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club, each week you also get exercises on grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation, and more directly connected to the topic of the conversation each week. In addition to the daily speaking practice in the club, you'll also make friends around the world with professionals just like you, so you have fun learning and remember what you learned better. And because you listen to this podcast, you get a 50% discount on your first month of membership. 
Just use the code FFCC50. And if you'd like to join the club, the link for more details is in the show notes for this podcast. We hope to see you in the club.